Hey there, welcome to the She Connects podcast. I'm thrilled that you are here. My name is Susan Vandenhuvel, and I have the honor of being your host each and every week. She Connects is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, and allows me to connect with women in the online space. I wholeheartedly believe that we as women enjoy connecting with one another to share hearts, disappointments, dreams, any challenges that we're facing, and really to just do life together. The heartbeat behind this podcast is to help empower and equip you to step into all that God has for you to do in this world. I'll be sharing whatever God has placed on my heart for the week, and from time to time, I invite guests on the show that I personally have gleaned and been inspired from people that I admire and I just maybe want to learn a little bit more from and that I believe you will appreciate listening to. So welcome. I cannot wait to connect with you today. Hey everyone, welcome back to the She Connects podcast. My name is Susan Vandenhuvel and I'm honored to be your host again this week. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. It really means so much to me. I know I say that almost every week and you, if you've been around here long enough, you're probably thinking, you know, I hear that every week, Susan, we get it. You can stop saying that now, but <laughs> it really does mean so much to me. So the people that know me really well, especially my husband, um, sometimes he'll look at me and he'll say, yep, I got it. You know, the, the, the first time that you said it, which was about 10 times ago. <laughs> so anyway, thank you for tuning in. I love it. Thank you. It means so much to me. Well, if you aren't aware, I am in the middle of a series that I titled and started probably about a month ago that I titled Kingdom Women. I, I'm not going to get into and spend a lot of time explaining the heartbeat behind this series. I would encourage you that if you are new here or maybe you've been here for a while, but you, you know, because of life, you just haven't been able to keep up on the episodes each week. And so you're just kind of, you know, jumping in here midstream. You can go back. Uh, it's probably about a month ago. I can't remember what episode number it is off the top of my head, but I introduce this this topic and give the heartbeat and how it was birthed on the inside of me, you know, just really stemmed from a morning devotional time that I was having reading my Bible like I do every single morning for 28 years now, <laughs> um, just spending some time with the Lord reading my Bible. And it there was a passage of scripture in the Psalms where there was a word in the psalm that I was reading that just sort of quickened me in my spirit. Uh, and it just really began to stir something on the inside of me. I sort of just marinated in that one word. And that is where this series, Kingdom Women, was really kind of birthed out of. You know, a kingdom woman is someone who knows she is in the world, but she knows she is not of the world. We're here, we're living our lives, but we know that this um, this is not our home. We're just passing through here that we are called to be kingdom minded people, that we are here for a reason, for a purpose, that we're not living our lives unto ourselves. We are not created to walk aimlessly through life wondering why we're here. That's not 
God's heart for any of us, including you. And so a kingdom woman is someone who, you know, breaks any allegiances, any any connection that she might have with the world's ways of doing things, you know, the world's system, the world's mindset, the world's perspective on things, the world's response to, you know, whatever happens in this life. And she is fully and completely aligned with first of all, who God is, who he says he is, and and then fully aligned to the truth of who he says that she is in him. In other words, she is fully aware and she's living her life from that place with a kingdom mindset of my identity is found in God. And um, I'm I'm not what what this world wants me to be or what I what the world thinks I should be. I am a kingdom woman. So I, I just really encourage you if you have not listened to that episode, I, I really think that it will add value to you to just go back and hear the heartbeat behind this because it just really sets us up well. In this series, I've been addressing different topics under, you know, what a kingdom woman looks like, what she sounds like, how she lives her life. And this particular topic that we're really kind of in the middle of, uh, it started last week with my interview with Joe Saxton. And if you didn't catch that, that is an episode you don't want to miss. She is amazing. And she just invested so much wisdom and so much truth into our lives. Um, It's just incredible. So that 30 minutes will be well worth your time. Uh, And then next week, I have another guest on that I'm interviewing about the topic that we're going to talk about really today, this week, um, that's really kind of a follow-up from last week. So you see how the, they're all kind of together here following a theme under this um, this series of Kingdom Woman. And so this particular topic is is overcoming the, the default reaction that I see in a lot of women mainly, I, you know, I suppose that men would probably experience this as well, but I have seen it far more often, hands down, far more often in the lives of women. And I know that this has been a huge obstacle for me to have to overcome. And that is overcoming shrinking back, shrinking back. Uh, you know, you, uh, I'm going to explain really what that sounds like to kind of give you some examples here if you are unfamiliar with that. But I think that as we kind of move along here in this week's episode, I really think that you're going to be able to resonate with this and quite possibly even see how you have done this in your own life and how we can begin to overcome this obstacle and live fully present as a kingdom woman in the world. You know, I'm thinking about the story of Esther. If you're not familiar with her, she is She's a woman in the Bible. She actually has a book um, in the Bible by her name, um, 
called Esther. It's a short book of the Bible. It's in the Old Testament. I highly recommend that you take some time out to read um, the book of Esther. It will just impact your life. But her story essentially is, you know, she was an orphan raised by her uncle Mordecai and uh, selected to become the queen of the land. And, you know, nobody would have thought that she would have been qualified. Nobody would have, you know, said, hey, look at that girl over here. Uh, you know, keep your eye on her. God's going to do amazing things in her life one day. She just wasn't. She was poor. She was an orphan, you know, overlooked, just, you know, really not someone that stood out, if you will, as someone that is going to be a world changer. And yet God positioned her for such a time as the time that that book was written and those events occurred in the world, he placed her in that position to save the Jewish people. He gave her that position of influence to influence the the court and the and summon the king to you know to expose this wicked plot by Haman to save to save the Jewish people. And so the book of Esther says. For such a time as this, have you been placed in this position? And that is really just the heartbeat of what a kingdom woman is, that when God calls us to a place, when God places us in a position, and don't just box in in the word position as, as some kind of a a title or a role, um, you know, maybe your position right now is you're a stay-at-home mom. Maybe your position right now is a retired person. You're volunteering somewhere. Maybe you are a clerk somewhere at, you know, a big box store, or maybe you are, you know, in a leadership position at your, at your church, or you're a CEO of a company somewhere. I don't know. Um, but when God places you Wherever he places you, whatever that looks like, it is for a reason. And he has placed something on the inside of you, just like we've seen with the story of Esther and really anybody else in the Bible and anybody else in our world that has, you know, impacted the world and made a difference in this world. For such a time as this, God has, you know, created all of us, including you, with and for a purpose, and you have potential lying on the inside of you. And so I really believe that in these three episodes, starting last week with, um, you know, Joe Saxton this week, and then my interview um, with m my friend Melissa next week, that that episode, when that's available, is just really encouraging you to not shrink back, to not shrink back, but to own the gifts that God has placed on the inside of you to understand that God created you on purpose, that you are alive in the world for such a time as this. There's a reason why you weren't alive, you know, a hundred years ago. There's a reason why you are here right now, why you are living and breathing and and here walking the face of the earth for such a time as this. There's something on the inside of you that, um, that God wants to bring out in order to impact the world for his glory and the advancement of his kingdom. I think that so often 
we hear a term, and maybe it's going to be a new term for you. I know that it's um, something that I have, you know, heard of um, for a long time now. I've seen it in my own life. I'm very familiar with it. It's, um, you know, been a topic of conversation in church circles, especially in female leadership type circles. Uh, Again, men can experience this, but far greater. Uh, I have seen it show up in in the lives of women. And so this term uh, is clothing your gifts, clothing your potential with humility. Have you ever heard of that before? Again, I'm going to go into this and break this down for us, but there's a difference between you and me being humble and then clothing ourselves with with you know, humility in a way that we're shrinking back out of fear of what other people might think about us. Or, um, you know, we are afraid that, that they might think we're being prideful or that we're, that we're being a bossy or that we're being too assertive. You know, it, it really starts with, you know, maybe an apology. Uh, you know, maybe you're in a conversation uh, with, you know, a gathering of people and you're, you know, discussing things or whatever. And, you know, you're going to offer your viewpoint at, or, you know, you're going to make a contribution of some kind to the conversation. And you started off by apologizing. You started off by saying something like, I'm sorry, I don't mean it to come across as... And then, you know, you offer whatever it is that you feel like you want to offer. Does that sound familiar to you? What we're doing is shrinking back and clothing ourselves with a false response, with a false humility. When God wants you and me to be women who are confident in the the gifts and the calling and the potential that is lying on the inside of us. Um, Just a few examples that I want to lay before you here, just as groundwork, so that we really understand, you know, really what this looks like, what it it sounds like. It might sound like this, you know, I don't want to sound like, uh, you know, I'm being prideful or I I don't want, I don't want to appear as a know-it-all, but, and, you know, so see how we're kind of setting up our contribution or our viewpoint by, you know, just kind of like making sure that, that no one, no one gets upset with me. No one, you know, misunderstands me. No one, no one is going to think that or accuse me of being prideful or a know-it-all. Um, it might sound like, you know, I, I don't want to do that. Thank you for that invitation to be included in, you know, whatever it is that you might be invited to. But you're, you know, um, you answer it by saying, well, I don't want to do that. You know, someone else might be better at it. When inside, your heart is screaming, Girl, say yes. <laughs> say yes. Like everything on the inside of you, you just want to leap. You want to leap at the opportunity. You feel like this is something you have been waiting for and praying about and believing God to to bring your way. And then, you know, again, because you don't want to come across as, you know, you know, being overly excited or prideful or thinking that somehow you 
you quote unquote deserve this, you know, and so we we kind of, you know, pull ourselves back a little bit. We kind of clothe our answer in in humility. We kind of shrink back a little bit. Uh, I'm going to get into a, a little bit about what humility really is so that we're really clear on what it is and what it isn't because I think that there's that there's a healthy and then there's an unhealthy version of that. So hang tight with me. I'm going to get into that here because I do believe that that God, you know, really has a lot to say in the Bible about how he, you know, resists the proud, but he lifts the humble, right? So we know that. We know that that scripture tells us we are not to think more highly of ourselves than we ought to. So definitely being humble is something um, that a kingdom woman should be living with, should have adopted into her life and uh, into her mindset. But what we're talking about here is you know kind of minimizing our gifts or our leadership potential or the skills that we might have because we're afraid of what someone else might think about us. You know, we don't want to come across as a know-it-all. We don't want anyone to be upset with us. We don't want anyone to misunderstand our motives. You know, we it's it's sad because we we think that uh, you know in our hearts we know this is what God has spoken to me. This is what God has spoken to my heart. But we minimize, or at a lack of better words, we sort of dumb it down, if you will, because someone might think that I'm being too prideful. Someone might misunderstand me. Someone might think I'm being too assertive. Someone may think that I'm, you know, just bulldozing over people and trying to climb the ladder and I don't care about other people and, you know, they're just casualties of living, you know, living life. You know, we all get we all get stepped on as we're trying to advance forward. <laughs> and so we so we shrink back and we clothe ourselves in this this unhealthy uh, humility. Here's the thing: I, I think that when we when we enter into you know a room or a gathering, a meeting of some kind, I feel like God has given women, especially, this innate ability to be able to read a room. Right? Um, you probably know what I mean there. I mean. You're, you know, you enter something, you know, a group, a gathering, a meeting of some kind, you know, maybe it's the PTA <laughs> meeting at school or, you know, a, a church group or a meeting, you know, at work or some kind of a neighborhood type thing, whatever, whatever it might be. And without even saying a word, I just feel like women have this ability and it doesn't have anything to do with insecurity. That's not what we're talking about here because I do think that, that you know, women are more prone to insecurities and so definitely we can feel insecure in a room and so that's what's doing the leading when we enter into a room, you know, thinking, you know, what are they what are they thinking of me? You know, kind of so we feel insecure that way. That's not what we're talking about here. What we're talking about is being able to discern the mood of the room. You you I'm sure that you know what I'm talking about here. It's like we can 
we can just tell that the atmosphere in the room just really isn't, you know, kind of warm and fuzzy. It's not really welcoming. You feel a little uncomfortable here, you know, and so it's almost like we're kind of tiptoeing our way over to our chair and, you know, we don't want to rock the boat at all. And so I'm just really going to measure my words and my contribution and my perspective very carefully because I don't want anybody to get mad at me. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. I, you know, all of the things, you know, and maybe, let's be honest, maybe this has been something that has even been verbalized to you. Maybe it's something that you have actually been told in a comment, a verbal comment, a message that has been sent to you in a text message or an email that you are, you're too assertive. You're too aggressive. You, um, you know, you you talk too much. You share too much. You you monopolized the entire conversation, and you know we just we we just want you to come and be a participant, but we're really not interested in you know hearing your perspective. We kind of like how things are going, and so we're not really open to any um, any ideas for improvement. And so, you know, maybe it's really been something that it has gone beyond your ability to read a room and it's been actually verbalized to you. Um, maybe you've heard that in in a review uh, somewhere, you know, like at work or somewhere. You've received some feedback that way. And, and because of that, it kind of made you, you know, withdraw and kind of shrink back. And you began to clothe your gifts and your your potential and your skill set in humility because of what has been spoken to you. Certainly, you know, whatever it is that you did that or whatever it is that you said that um, prompted that type of comment or feedback, you now feel like, gosh, that went over like a lead balloon. Um, okay, so lesson learned. I will just come and I will be a yes woman and just sit here and put in my time and that'll be it. You know, um, my, my perspective and my, my gifts just really aren't welcome here. I've been in that position. I have been in that position and it is not fun. It is not fun at all. It is highly uncomfortable. And, you know, I, I felt like I wanted to kind of clear the air, if you will, and go to my leadership and, and just have a conversation. I wasn't trying to attack anybody. I wasn't trying to, you know, throw anybody under the bus or um, usurp anyone's uh, position or, or authority. But I just wanted to have a conversation to understand what is it that you want from me? What are your expectations for me? Because when you brought me into this, into this position, this is what I thought you wanted from me. And clearly, I'm kind of getting a different message here. And so I'm a little confused. I, I feel like I'm getting a mixed mixed message here. I was told this when you brought me in. And clearly, what uh, what I can contribute to this is is not welcome <laughs> here because you have communicated that to me. And, you know, and I think that Scripture even even tells us to do that, 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 you know, if, if you have something against someone to go to that person. And so I tried to do that 
And it was just really made clear to me that I am too assertive and I need to respect the quote unquote spiritual authority over me and and not not you know make those kind of contributions and you know at a lack of better words what was communicated to me was I was questioning their and if I can use their words quote unquote spiritual authority and their uh, ability to make decisions and so you know we were all just supposed to kind of sit there and be you know yes people so um it it is really hard to be in that kind of a room in that kind of in that kind of position you know when you feel like i don't know then why i'm here i don't know why i'm here and so i i spent years years just kind of shrinking back and not wanting to rock the boat, not wanting to, you know, express um, my perspective and certainly was not living up to my fullest potential, nor do I believe that God was fully using the gifts through me simply because I just, it was communicated to me that it wasn't welcome. It wasn't welcome. You know, I want to encourage you today that from time to time, you and I are going to be misunderstood. It is a part of life. It is a part of living in the world. It's a part of being in relationships with people. It is a part of being, you know, a part of a group or being in in the marketplace. You know, it's a part of being in family, right? I mean, we just are not going to get away from being misunderstood in this world. Can I humbly just encourage you today to allow the Lord to help you to grow in your acceptance of that. Allow the Lord to help you to grow in your acceptance that from time to time, you're going to be misunderstood. Your motives, your heartbeat behind whatever it is that you are trying to effectively communicate your contribution, your perspective, you know, however however you want to use your gifts from time to time, those motives are going to be misunderstood. Again, it's it's just really a part of life and it's a part of stepping into what God has for you. It's going to come with misunderstanding from people. We're just not going to get away from it. But that is why That is why it's important for you and me to stay close to and fixed on God, right? We are, we're called to be kingdom women. We are fully aligned to who God, who God is and what he has called us to. The truth of who we are in him, our identity in him and who he's called us to be in the world. And so, Yes, we're going to we're going to continue to, you know, bump up against misunderstandings. Our motives are going to be um, misunderstood from time to time. But friend, can I humbly encourage you from someone that has been there and gone through it and allowed it to cause me to shrink back and begin to clothe what I had to offer in this unhealthy, false humility, man, Allow the Lord, allow the Lord to help you to grow in this area of of understanding you're going to be misunderstood. You're going to be. I know that it's hard. Man, I get it. I so get it. You, it is so hard. It's hurtful. 
it's disappointing. You know, you can begin to question your own motives after a while, right? You begin to kind of, you know, especially if you've if you've heard those kinds of comments and feedback, you know, repetitively, you do begin to kind of believe it and you kind of begin to question, well, maybe this person is right and maybe I am being too assertive. Maybe I do need to pull back and maybe I do need to, you know, stop talking so much and stop contributing so much. And so that's what we do, but that's not God's plan for you. Girlfriend, that's not God's plan for you. He has placed you wherever he has placed you for a reason, on purpose. You didn't just stumble there by accident. He opened the door for you. He put you there. And so I know, I know that being misunderstood is hard. I know that it's hard. But take that hurt, take that disappointment to God and allow him to help you to grow through it. I love the quote that C.S. Lewis said about humility. He said this, humility isn't thinking less of yourself. Humility is thinking of yourself less. That's huge right there. There's a lot of depth in that. Let me repeat that because somebody can really get some freedom here. Humility isn't thinking less of yourself. Humility is thinking of yourself less. So what is he saying here? And I really believe that this is where we can filter healthy humility versus unhealthy humility. Healthy humility is what he's saying here. Thinking of yourself less. That's where the scripture says, you know, don't think of yourself more highly than you ought to. You know, recognizing that you have faults and you have weaknesses and you have opportunities to grow. But, you know, I am growing and and I know that God has placed me here and in him I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, right? Philippians 4.13. But this, this false humility is really the beginning of this quote from C.S. Lewis, Thinking less of yourself, you know, shrinking back, clothing yourself in this false, unhealthy humility that, you know, I, I don't want, I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to offend anybody. I don't want to be misunderstood. I don't want anybody to think I'm coming off as a know-it-all or that, you know, I, I have all the answers or that I'm being prideful or that I think I'm all that in a bag of chips. And so we kind of, you know, we don't give all of ourselves to whatever it is that we have an opportunity to step into and, and offer our gifts and really allow the Lord to work through us in whatever position he's given to us. Being who God created you to be and use the gifts that he has given you is being faithful to him. It's being faithful to God. Let me repeat that. Being who God created you to be in this world and use the gifts that he has placed on the inside of you is being faithful to him. You see, it's really not about us. Ladies, it's not about you. It's not about me. It's not about us. Man, we can we can really take some weight off of our own shoulders when we really begin to understand when I step into the fullness of who I am in Christ, his identity for me, 
who I am in him and I understand the gifts that he's given to me, the potential that's lying on the inside of me that isn't manufactured by anything of my own doing, but God created me and designed me this way. I mean, come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. You see, it takes a load off of us. It's not about us. It's about him. It's about you and I being faithful to what God has given to us. It's about him. And when you and I step into our full identity in Christ and we live our lives as a kingdom woman on the earth, um, allowing God to work through us, through through the, the gifts and the methods that he has um, given us opportunity to do, he gets the glory. He's getting the glory. His kingdom is being advanced in the world. It's about him. It's not about us. And here's the thing. When you and I, when you and I don't do that, when we shrink back and we don't give all of who we are to whatever the place is that God has called us to, we're not living up to our fullest potential. We're just not. We're just not. I, I love what Matthew's Gospel, chapter 5, verses 14 and si- through 16 reads. I typically don't read a whole lot of scripture on these podcast episodes, but this just really resonated with um, this week's topic and it just really kind of encompasses what we're talking about here. Um, Matthew is the first uh, book of the New Testament. It's the first gospel. Matthew chapter 5 verses 14 through 16. I'm going to read it from the message version of the Bible. You are here to be light bringing out the God colors in the world. Isn't that awesome? God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. Oh man, I love those verses. Love those verses. Let me repeat just this one this one verse. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Friend, you were created to shine in this world. You and I were never created to live in the shadows. That's not where God created us. That that is not where God has placed you and me. In the shadows, shrinking back, withdrawing, not giving all of who we are in this world, living up to our fullest potential, continuing to reach higher in our faith, fully utilizing and being awakened to the gifts and the potential that's lying on the inside of us. You were created to shine. You were created to shine. Next week's episode... We are going to do 
a deep dive into this topic with my guest, uh, my friend Melissa. This is going to be an incredible, um, an incredible topic in this series of of Kingdom Women. Make sure that you have subscribed to the She Connects podcast so that you don't miss an episode. A new one drops every single Wednesday, and we are going to continue with this topic of not shrinking back. In next week's episode with my friend Melissa, she's a returning guest. You will love her. Hey, here is to making this the year that you and I no longer shrink back, but bravely step into all that God has called us to do on the earth. And you know what? A woman's place is wherever he puts her, right? A woman's place is wherever he puts her. Wherever God has placed you is where he has purposed for you to be in this season of your life for such a time as this. And I just want to close with this. Speaking of brave and bravely stepping into all that God has called us to, are you aware that that is the theme for this year's She Rises Annual Women's Conference, which, by the way, is in April, April 9th and 10th. You can find all of the details, including tickets at www.sherisesmn.org. We're going to be talking about being brave this year and stepping into, bravely stepping into all of, of who God created us to be for such a time as this. We need you. This world needs you. This world needs you to be everything that God created you to be and to be fully awakened to your potential and the gifts lying on the inside of you. I so hope that you are going to join us at this year's She Rises Women's Conference. Again, it's April 9th and 10th. It won't be the same without you. We we want to see you there. There's a spot for you. Uh, be sure that you take advantage of the special pricing for tickets this month in February because ticket prices do go up March 1st. So take advantage of that. Again, all of the information that you need, including how to grab your ticket for you and your girl gang, <laughs> um, is at sherisesmn.org. Hey, have a great week. I hope that this episode and this entire series is adding value to your life. I love you. I'm believing in you. I'm believing for you. Stay well, and I will catch you next time. Well, I hope that that was a blessing in your life. I'd love to hear what you walked away with from this week's episode. Drop a comment and let me know. I read and respond to each and every one of them, and I would love to hear from you. We all know people who could use some encouragement, especially nowadays, right? If you felt this episode was a blessing to you, would you share it with the people in your life? Don't forget to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode because a new one drops each and every Wednesday. And would you be willing to leave a review and maybe even a few stars? It not only fills my heart and means so much to me, but it helps women find the podcast and be encouraged too. Have a fabulous week and I will connect with you right back here next week.